What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, we are back. I feel like I sound like I say horror every time. Horror Podcast. Horror Podcast. Yeah, we're taking off our clothes <laughs> to get ready and get dirty and break out those dollar bills because so it's. Naked. Here comes Alex coming down the walk. <laughs> Give it up to- for sunshine. Who's sunshine? Is that you? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we've got like the giggle farts or some shit. I don't even what know. What was in that vodka? I don't know. Oh, we got to do fucking Sambuca. So Brittany and I forgot to take our traditional... Brittany air quotes. To a great podcast. Oh, oh. oh it's nice and Italian. Oh, God. Uh. But yeah, guys, we're back for a brand new week. We got some things planned for you. We actually are doing a new segment today. In preparation for the next two, three weeks, I guess we're going to do this because we I really feel like since we're doing 90s, it's 90s horror month for us this month for the next two or three weeks. And we decided that we were going to do full moon movies. And we feel like we're kind of like ignoring some of our children, all these horror movies. And, and since I feel like full moon is a huge part of the 90s for me. Oh, absolutely. We were like, how do we kind of fit in more movies each week? So we're doing a segment called full moon roulette and so we'll be telling you about that here in a little bit after we do the news and everything like that that'll be our new segment so we're going to be picking movies from the full moon direct library and then using those to basically talk about another movie so it'll be like a little mini flesh and potatoes but full moon movies right so and the way we pick it we'll explain that in a little bit also, we're going to be talking about movies on Thursday for our regular Flesh and Potatoes. We're going to be doing two Rutger Hauer movies, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and we're also going to be doing Split Second, both movies from the 90s. 90s! But Rutger Hauer style. We don't know a name for that yet, but we kind of figured out a really like cool... Rut, 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 Rutger Hauer style. Rut. Rut, rut. Ding, 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 Rucker Hauer. Rucker Hauer style. Jesus Christ. That's so 90s, too. So perfect. It's like CNC Music Factory does Rucker Hauer. song was like three years ago, but. What was it? That's like the Gundam style song. What have you been up to? Work. I've been working my fucking ass off all week this week, so. burying your head in the work? Yep. Pretty much. I mean, coming home, going to sleep, watching a movie, go to sleep. I, I come home and I watch I, my guilty pleasure is America's Got Talent. So I watch the fuck out of that. Have you watched the gong show? No, it's actually kind of cool. What the fuck is the gong show? It's funny. What it, is that? The gong show was a show back in, I believe, the 80s. Don't quote me. 
<laughs> um, where they would have like a bunch of people come on and they would do acts very similar to the America's Got Talent. Oh, and, okay. But like where they make fun of them and stuff. Oh, that's me. And you know how they, they like throw in ringers, like people that are just going to be throwaways just for entertainment value. Right. Every but they show, do every that. Every reality type show like this does that. When they have three comedians or three main big actors or something like that, and they you know what that sounds from is it it's it's older, right? So would it well, be on like GSN? They're redoing it. Oh fuck, really? They redid it. Mike Myers is actually playing this British guy. I love Mike. I Myers. think he's playing the original guy but i i didn't fact check any of that shit so well well yeah the first episode was really funny it was zach galifianakis uh the the dr chang or whatever from uh oh so it's like a bunch of dudes from the hangover yeah and then also is the guy from uh arrested development the magician guy oh okay yeah yeah I can't think of his name. Zach Galifianakis. No, the magician no, no, guy. I, I'm yeah. talking about how I talk about Zach Galifianakis. But the three of them were fucking hilarious. They were like, funny. And Mike Myers people. was and really funny, people too. People always fucking talk shit about Zach Galifianakis, and it pisses me off, because he's fucking hilarious. I don't. I like him. I don't I have any problem funny, with him. I think he's funny, and I feel like it's just people hating. I think he gets typecast a lot. I agree. He does, but it's, a lot of comedians do, though, so yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's just people have their stupid opinions about other people yeah you stupid they're, people quote unquote mainstream and so they're like oh it's mainstream i don't like it get the fuck over it he's funny <laughs> have you ever, i don't know if you ever watched his uh show baskets yes i love it Fantastic. i've seen both seasons it's a dark ass comedy and you know me and clowns dude so. it's like it's really subtle dark comedy it's great well let's get back on track yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> i do want to say that uh, i haven't really i've been doing a lot of work we've been trying to do a lot of little things here for the show guys and if you have known or not known we are doing christina is helping push me to do this but she said that we're gonna be every tuesday pretty much we're gonna try to do um a live stream on the facebook page also um something that we're gonna start doing too is i'm a subscriber to the horror block oh yeah um so i'm gonna start doing unboxing videos oh yeah yeah, myself opening up the horror block and showing you guys what's included Mm -hmm. and giving my you know Give, you know my opinions basically on the items that were in it. I was gonna do it this month, but this was the this box kind of disappointed me, so right. I decided to wait. So, well, you shouldn't open it until you do the box. No, I know, but I, I wanted to do it, but I was like, wait, I, I kind of want to see before I do the first one. I kind of wanted to see what was involved first, and right. I'm glad I waited because this box, the T-shirt was repeated from what I already have. Really? And I was very, very annoyed. That's really disappointing. I was very annoyed by it. However, I got two DVDs, so that was nice. There's two movies included this time, so that already right there supersedes the cost of what I have to pay for this box. But right. I was, And my husband doesn't care. My husband gets my T-shirts anyway. Anyways, because I don't wear T-shirts, so he always gets my shirts, and it's a great shirt. The shirt's really fucking cool. It's just a, it's a Ouija board, basically. On oh, okay. It, and it's great. You know, we already have it, and I was I was mad when I opened it, and, and Mouse is like, I don't care. I'll take another one. But yeah, I'm gonna start doing the unboxing. So I'll start that next month. Cool. So that's um, another thing that we'll be doing. We'll do that on our YouTube channel. Um, probably put that up. We'll have, we have to figure out how the logistics. Yeah, I'm not going to do that shit live. I'm just going to record it. Sure. I'll probably just do it here. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, whenever. Just let me know. Also, guys, if you haven't already noticed and you haven't been following any of our social media, or maybe you're just new, we just got on iTunes. And this has been a long, long process for our podcast. And I have spent a lot of hours, more hours than I've ever spent on anything related to something like this. Some of it was like stupid human error. Some of it was like other people's fault. Like Mm -hmm. 
we made errors in our podcast, but they would have never been found out about unless we got reported by this other radio station. I had to go through fixing all of that, but we're back up on iTunes now. So if you do follow us and maybe prefer to use iTunes, go and subscribe to that. And while you're there, give us a rating and a review if you like too, because it really helps bring us up in the bracket. Yes. And even if you don't and you just want to help us out and you really like the show, please give us a shout out. We want to try to reach as many people as we can because the more people we have listening, the bigger the show gets, the bigger the big, we do more. Maybe we even get a sponsor at some point and we give away shit more. You know what I mean? Like that would be awesome. So, yeah, but do yeah, it. I don't want to hound you guys about that shit, but I'm really super. You have no idea that that happened, landed on the 8th day of the anniversary last week so we had already recorded those episodes and i was like ecstatic like i was like oh my god i cannot believe we're back on itunes after nine months of hell so but yeah if you guys get a chance please do that we appreciate it but i think it might be that time Brittany. you know what i think it's that time too oh shit shots. All right, guys, we're back. We're going to do our horror shot for this week, and it's a pregame for the Flesh and Potatoes segment of this Thursday, which is going to be Rucker Hauer movies. So we figured, what better way to celebrate the pregame for the Thursday episode of Rudger Hauer than to take a Rudger Sauer? A Rudger Sauer, because Ooh. he's so fucking sour. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little sweet, and he's a little sour. He's real fucking sour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't know. We thought it was a clever name. We actually have... It's weird. I We've never done this. Like, we planned out two shots before you got here for the next two weeks. Like, we're for today and for next week. We did. It's one for the record books. For right. Us. It's, n- it's the first time I on BTV. I think that's more of a testament to how alcoholic we are. How much- <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This is a very simple shot to do. It is literally two ingredients, okay? Literally. And we wanted to incorporate some sort of 90s again. I'm sorry we didn't get as clever as the first uh, one. I don't know if that's clever or just stupid, uh, but it worked out. Since Rutger Hauer is kind of a badass, and he's not like a, you know, top shelf liquor, but he's a he's a good liquor. He's not a top shelf badass, but he's still Yeah, he's, he's kind of like one of those dirty, get your hands dirty kind of guys that doesn't clean up his place kind of guys. It's a depending on what movie you're talking about. Right. It's his <laughs> level of badass. Right, exactly. Exactly, but we're in, in this reference, we're talking about split second. So Mid-level badassery. We're pouring in a half a shot of Jack Daniels. Alex tried to tell me that it was cheap whiskey, and I'm like, Jack Daniels is not cheap whiskey. I it's think it's cheaper. The cheaper of the good whiskeys, <laughs> but it is not cheap It's whiskey. mid-level uh, whiskey. It's not know. cheap. So to add a little 90s flair, we're going to pour in a little <laughs> Smirnoff ice. Zima 2.0. Yeah, 2.0, which is a little sour. Careful with that. It's probably going to spill over. It's going to. It's going to go. I can already see it spilling in my cleavage. My cleavage. I'm going to get home. Mouse going to be like, ooh, you taste good. I'm like, fuck off. You spilled that in your cleavage. Cleavage. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So to Rucker Hauer and all his many splendid films and not so splendid films. Mm-hmm. To you, Rucker. Thanks, Rucker. Cheers. Thanks for the Rucker Sour. That, there's a lot of things happening in my mouth right now. Yeah, that wasn't 
It tastes like a Rucker Sour, all right? Yeah, you know, it just tastes like Jack Daniels. But if you guys want to know how to make a Rutger Sour, it's pretty simple. If you want to get clever with it and you want to school us and tell us how we could have made it better, tell me. Tell me. Yeah, go to our fucking... Dare you. Yeah, I dare you. Just dare you to go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our horror sex section and then write us. Sex section. Yeah, you piece of shits. <laughs> <laughs> sex section? Is that sex what I said? section. I like how you fucking... I don't I, know. I, it's the Sambuca that fucks up my language. Sambuca fucks up everything, man. <laughs> Totally does. Well, that's it for horror shots. So, Brittany. Yes. Did you hear about the... It's the fucking news! Here is the fucking news. fucking do that serious fucking scared me (laughs) all right guys we're back for the news and we're gonna be dropping some bombs on you no i don't (laughs) know about that shit (laughs) it does sound like shit so we got a few things that we're gonna be talking about so some of the first news and we'll just get some of the sad stuff out of the way here a little bit the unfortunate news of haruo nakajima the man that was inside the Godzilla suit died at the age of 88 years old. Quite a long life, but uh, for fans of Godzilla out there, that's kind of a, a huge blow. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, man, I've been, you know, I everybody I think has gone through some sort of Godzilla phase a little bit. They've seen some of the movies. They know some of the magic. Whether you love it or not, it's like so different than anything out in cinema. Godzilla is so different. It's like it's like its own genre, the kaiju thing. It pretty much is. So, cheers to him. Cheers. Also, a little bit outside of the horror news, but something I posted in Do You Love Horror? Josh Brolin has some new pictures out of him as Cable in Deadpool, and damn, mm-hmm. motherfucker looks like a badass. Uh, yeah, the the initial thought process I had on that was, god damn! Like he looks fine as hell. I know that one of my buddies from the Buzzkill podcast, you pieces of shit. I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) No, I love those guys. I do. We do. We do. do. They're one of my favorite podcasts. But take this. This is all in fun. (laughs) Well, they know they uh, they were saying that they wanted somebody else to do it, and they showed me pictures of, and I can't think of his name. They say okay. I was going to say, did they say who they suggest? Yeah, but I have to look it up. Let me know because I'm actually curious. Uh, Michael from. Uh, Buzzkill podcast said that. Hi, Michael. He said that Stephen Lang would be a better choice, and I'll show you the Stephen picture right Lang. now, and I'll put this up on our shit here so that you guys can I don't see. I don't know who the fuck that is. I think he looks very close to Cable. Yeah, he does, but it's fucking Josh Brolin. Yeah, that's what I said. I was making fun of him. I was like, "You take that back, Mister. You take that back. You take that back." I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. You're breaking my hot ass wipe." I appreciate everybody's viewpoints on who they feel sure. should play. I think he looks characters. aesthetically. He does, but aesthetically, I can see that. And he is more deadpan than Josh Brolin. But he Josh is. Brolin is the better actor, in my opinion. Sorry, I no, I agree. What do you and guys think? Those pictures you... are fucking panty dropping worthy. So yeah, a lot of girls are pretty hot and heavy over that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I wouldn't mind jerking off to it myself. That's a big part of it is you <laughs> want to get girls interested and girls involved, and they're not just going to be involved for Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, you need them involved for a lot of other points. Two two different guys, right? Mm-hmm. 
Gotta we need t- two separate fucking lady buffet Dicks. DJ diddling fucking shenaniganza going on here. Shenaniganza. Ryan Reynolds is not enough. <laughs> He's making shit up now. I'm making I am words. I'm not making shit up. Shenaniganza is the word. Look it up. I've never heard that. I say it all the time. So if it's not a word prior to now, it I, is, I like the word. I'm just now. saying. But I mean, Colossus isn't a hot character, but the guy who plays, who does his voice, is hot as fuck. But anyway. I'm excited <laughs> for the movie. I really think it's going to be good. And I think that a lot of horror fans are probably big Deadpool fans, well, too. A lot of people talk shit about fucking Deadpool before it came out. Everybody has their fucking opinions on everything. What? Really? I never heard I, anybody talk I, shit about it. I Well, I did. They weren't necessarily that stoked about Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool. Really? And... He's like the perfect... Ryan... I completely agree. I feel like he's great. He is a great person <clears throat> to play it. But I remember before it was actually released and they first cast the fucking roles... For the movie. Oh, that's what you're hearing. You're talking about the Wolverine movie. No. That was just piss poor writing. I'm not talking about the Wolverine. I'm talking about Deadpool. Yeah, but he was Deadpool was in the Wolverine movie. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about before Deadpool was released. Just mm. Deadpool. Yeah. People weren't necessarily stoked about the fact of Ryan Reynolds portraying Deadpool. I've never heard weird, anybody say that. But I don't know. I mean, it's weird because we do run in pretty similar social circles. But <laughs> well, those people should be shot and fucking drugged I could, by yeah, a horse. Yeah, draw and quarter them. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, you're a fucking idiot because Deadpool's fantastic and Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is the perfect person. And not only him. is the movie fantastic, but what that movie did for American or just cinema in general has opened so many fucking doors to so many movies because it's the first rated R movie that has blown up like that. In it, a long time. Especially for superheroes. Like, it made Wolverine made the fucking the logan movie Mm -hmm. which was really good too but yeah i think it opened a lot of doors for a lot of things i think it opened a minds of producers to go oh shit we didn't have to spend that much money and we were able to do an r rating that's weird so but anyway on another news i saw an article that we posted actually we just started posting news articles I did one. I spent some time doing a little research and stuff I already knew about the anniversary of the Tate murders between August 8th and 9th, which uh, Charles Manson sent out his followers from Spawn Ranch to go to a house where a producer that he got turned down from, he asked his followers to go and brutally kill everybody. Well, that person no longer lived there, and they rented it out to Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski. Mm-hmm. And he, they ended up killing a bunch of people in that house, including Sharon Tate, who was a starlet at the time. And August 8th and 9th marks the date. Reason being is because when Charles, Charles Manson actually sent the followers out, he sent them out on the 8th. But the murders occurred after midnight, just shortly after. So it's a really brutal, probably one of the more famous uh, murder, famous murder crimes that you can find. Oh, yeah. And it's really interesting why it started and everything like that. And just so happens last week we were talking about how fucking Ma- Charles Manson was. Uh, there's a human rights uh, petition because they're mistreating him in prison. Wasn't he released? No, no, I don't think he's I think he's got he's going to die in there. I thought he was released because he's no, dying. he's got some health problems and they're they're doing like an eight point restraint. And like mistreating him or something like that in the petition. That's what they were talking about. So interesting because they're treating him like he's a fucking psycho murderer, yet he never actually killed anybody. Right. And and like, that's so weird. Not like somebody I want out in the streets anyway to like (laughs) manipulate other people. No, because he's going to do exactly what he did. He's going to orchestrate a fucking band of crazy, vast people 
to do what he wants them to do. It's just a band of puppets. Well, could he do that now? We don't even know. I feel like you could. I guarantee it, dude. Like He just knows how humans work. He absolutely does. He understands the humans. He understands their mentality. He understands the human condition, everything about it. And I feel like absolutely now he could have way more power than he did then. Right. Thanks to social media. And thanks to the fact that there's a lot of people that idolize and absolutely worship oh, him. Oh, yeah. It's inspired. That, that would, murder case mm-hmm. inspired everyone. One of the biggest reasons why people co- commit the crimes that they do or kill the people that they do or go the out and... Exactly. Yeah. It's the fame. They don't give a fuck if they were killed in the process of obtaining it. Same thing with terrorists and everything That's else. That's why they fucking do it is because they want their 15 minutes in the fucking media. Right. And I feel like if we didn't focus uh, yeah. on that... <laughs> Then people, there wouldn't be these big crime sprees. But that's I a tidal wave of social it's, uh, it's politics whole, that's just never going to change other now. Other subject that we're not going to get into right now because <laughs> it's probably going to piss some people off and there's going to be uh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but still, I feel like if they were to let him out, it's probably a great idea. They do not. But if they were to let him go and do his fucking thing right. on the streets, he would probably gather another gang of crazy fucking people that were adorable, just like fucking Tex and everybody else that right. was involved. And it would be a whole other situation that we'd be living through. And you know what? He's one of those people that was so incredibly intelligent that they were just fucking weird. Yeah. And no, exactly I agree. That's what happened. That's what ha- he's so smart. They, he was probably genuine about everything he said. Absolutely. Everything he said, he believed. He truly believed yeah. deep down to his very core. He believed it. And he got these people to follow him. And that takes a pretty magnificent being to follow what they're saying. Right. Well, you know, and- cold leaders don't just fucking sprout overnight, Alex. It takes a lot. No, no, no. Of I know. I'm not arguing with you. (laughs) Absolutely. But guys, if, uh, you know, we are trying to like spice up our news section of our website. And if you're an aspiring writer and you're possibly looking to try to like post some of your stories, reviews or anything like that, we're thinking about doing that. We had a couple of people contact us and I thought, well, why not? Like, no, as long as great. it's not some racist shit. Like, no, uh, if you're a racist, I'm going to punch <clears throat> you in the yeah. fucking dick. Obviously, we'll... Virtually or physically. Obviously, we'll look at it to make sure it's not... You know, we're not just going to post it up, but... We don't <clears> post <throat> but yeah, we're... If you're interested and you want to write and have an avenue to be able to talk to people, we'll share it everywhere, you know? Yeah. So... Let us know. Also, there's also in the news, there's October 3rd, you can own George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead on Blu-ray. I actually don't own it on Blu-ray. I just have it on the DVD. So I I actually might get that. Also, another really cool, interesting little tidbit here. NBC is bringing the Munsters to Brooklyn for a sitcom reboot. I can understand that a lot of people are probably going to be on the fence about this move. Um, that's a that's a huge um, TV show. A lot of fans for that, um, new and old. It. Apparently, this is what NBC says. Apparently, Brian Fuller, really? uh, Brian Fuller, attempted to reanimate popular sitcom The Monsters in 2012 with Mockingbird Lane, a planned TV series mm. that amounted to nothing. Nothing. Zero. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking nothing. Sorry. But they did try again, and the network is rebooting the monsters once more as a half-hour single-camera sitcom that follows members of the offbeat family who are determined to stay true to themselves but struggle to fit in the hipster Brooklyn. No. So it says, uh, yes, Herman and the gang will deal with hipsters in Brooklyn. No. Odd Mom Out creator Jill Kargman will write the script... 
he's going to write this script and an executive produce with Seth Maker Shoemaker's Productions. Shoemeyer's Productions, excuse me. Okay, Odd Mom Out, I do really like. That's actually something that Mouse and I actually really enjoy watching. Well, there you go. He's in the writer. It's a pretty funny, like, little sitcom show or whatever. So, I don't know. I'll give it a chance. I just... It could go either way for me. I'm on the fence. I'm like, eh, I'll see it to believe it. I have my own reservations about it. Yeah, I'll wait and see what it does. Once they get involved and say it's like, they're going to be with hipsters. It's not something I'm super excited about, but I kind of like the new twist on it. So we'll see. Maybe maybe it's good. They're they're trying to make it relevant. Right. So I understand that. I understand where they're coming from as far as trying to do it. And it's never going to replace the original. It doesn't matter. Not nothing ever will. But it's still kind of fun that they're actually tossing around the idea. Network is TV. And this just goes to show you guys just how big horror is right now. Well, you have to look at these successes of the series like American Horror Story, Penny Dreadful. Any of those. Salem. Yeah. Like anything along those lines. Stranger Things. Sure. Uh, the OA. Like anything along those lines <clears throat> that's supernatural horror sure. related. And you have to look at that. And that's where they're going, oh, okay, so where are all these old series or these old TV shows, or these old movies or whatever. Homage. And we can do it homage to these films or shows or whatever the fuck we're going to do. Right. We're going to take it and put a 2017, 2018, 2019, whatever spin on it. Right. And try and make it relevant by including relevant factors such as hipsters or whatever the sure. fuck they're going to do with it. So I absolutely understand where they're coming from because these were these were things that were very big, you know, when we were younger and... Well, younger than us. Right. And that was black and white. Yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> the and actual original show started in 1964 yeah. through 1966. I, I mean, this know. is pretty old. I um, wish I left it alone. I actually, uh, what was I going to say? I was actually having a conversation about the mainstream versus, uh, you know, under independent films and stuff like that. And I was saying, you know, I don't really mind that the mainstream is adapting into horror because if there's a healthy mainstream of horror, that means that there's also a healthy independent scene that is trying to push to make other movies. And it just means a well-oiled horror machine, in my opinion. Right. So that there's just a lot of horror. And guys, you should be very grateful right now that we're living in the era that we are because this is this. It doesn't get any better than this, guys. Like this is like a horror era. There is probably more TV shows online right now than there was in the 80s and 90s to be able to grab onto and have a choice of. We have so many TV shows, so many different mainstream movies that are grabbing onto horror, whether it be sociopolitical or whatever it is. It's it's huge. It's a big thing. And I, I feel I'm very I feel very fortunate to be a part of it. Like, I'm really glad. I feel kind of like in the middle about it. Like, I kind of wish they'd leave older shit alone. Sure. Because nine times out of ten, they just fuck up remakes and... Well, remakes... They have nothing original to fucking give to anything. Sure. But remakes are always going to happen. Nothing you can do about it. If you're a fan of something that's an original source material, it's never going to go away, guys. You're always going to have it. And and you're never going to force some new kid to like some old shit. No, it's just the way it is. Absolutely. Some things will never change. Never change. Uh, also, <laughs> in the news, speaking of Brian Fuller, he's also been talking and having a revival conversations about Hannibal. <sighs> so there may be a third season, guys. Fuck off right now. Don't even tease me. And I'm not trying to ruin it for you guys out there, but just give me 10 seconds of earmuffs and turn your hairs off right 
now. Earmuffs, kids. If you guys know, he jumped off the cliff at the end. And how the fuck is he going to survive? So, mm-hmm. obviously, he survived if they're right. doing another one. If they're going to do another one. Spoilers off. I loved Hannibal. Well, it I says... I was so fucking pissed when I saw that it was canceled. And well, it, was... it wasn't canceled, necessarily. They just ended no, it. it was canceled, Alex. Like, it was canceled. Nobody, No other network had picked it up. It was straight up canceled from the network that it was on. And it was completely devastating. Was it, was there, how many seasons were there? Uh, was there two or three? I feel like three. Well, the last season. Yeah, one and two was good, and then maybe it was the third season. I can't remember. I think you might it might be in the third season. It's just been a while since I watched it. But it says here, conversations couldn't start until two years after the final airing of season three. Fuller wrote on Twitter earlier this week in response to a request for news about Hannibal yeah, so- has started those conversations to take this time. Someone said, so it's August. Where's our Hannibal news? So it's possible that we got another new season. So for all you fanables yes! <laughs> out there, I'm one of them. I don't mind. I'm not like crazy about right. it. But Sorry. it's so well done. It's just visually fucking stunning. The acting is incredible. The psychology the behind it is incredible. The psychology behind it is incredible. Everything about that series is so fucking good and spot on. Well, the last it's season, one of the though, smartest TV shows that has ever been produced in the last 15 fucking years. Right. So good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very poetic how they ended the whole thing. The very beginning of the last season, I was really struggling to get into it. It was getting really weird. Yeah, but that's... Like, I'm not trying... I'm not picking weird. on it. I'm not trying to pick on it. I know. I I'm just saying that it just was weird to me. It didn't feel like the rest of the material before it. It. I think there was like some weird strike going on at that time. I get so that, but it's not It was like... just... It just felt... It didn't feel very Hannibal. And then in halfway through that season, it got better. And then I was just like all on board again. Mm-hmm. And then it ended so, so poetically. I was like, this is beautiful. It's a beautiful fucking show. Yeah, it so, really was. If you haven't watched it, get fucking into it especially if they're going to continue doing it which yeah. i hope they do yeah it was so good i liked it yeah i agree i think that's it for the news all right guys so we're going to be doing a new segment that's right for our rotating mondays we're going to be doing um our full moon roulette now, if you guys already uh, missed this, we'll explain what it is after this new little jingle that we came up for the Full Moon Direct, and we'll see you in just a second. All right, guys, we're back. And that was our new jingle for our Full Moon Roulette. And now, if you're curious about what Full Moon Roulette is, it's very simple. We basically have a speaking spell on with a bunch of numbers on it. Mm-hmm. And on a list that we keep separately, we put a bunch of Full Moon feature movies. Now, if you've never heard of Full Moon, you've missed out on a lot of fucking movies in the 90s and early and late 80s even. Um, Charles Band was a producer and writer and he even did music. Actually, his brother did music, but he used to put a lot of movies together during the vi- straight to video era. And he was a big uh, kind of underground kind of Roger Corman style 
of the 90s. Like, he's a very big thing. In fact, they actually did an interview together. Uh, it was Roger Corman and Charles Band. If you haven't heard of Full Moon Features, they have a new service on Amazon and through their website called Full Moon Direct. These are movies like Puppet Master, Subspecies, Evil Bad Bong. Channels, Evil Bong is one of their new franchises. Uh, they've done Ooga Booga. They've done just oodles and oodles of fucking movies that you may not even know about. So what we did is we basically took a C and say we taped about 10 numbers to the thing. And we wrote our all the movies down, and we did this on our live stream on Tuesday of this past week. We did this see and say, and we spun it, and we got to pick Seed People. Hmm. So Seed People from Full Moon is what we're going to be talking about today. And at the end of this, we're going to be talking, we're going to do the see and say, where it spins a little arrow around and tells you what the animal is, yeah, okay? Yeah, that's straight up see and say. But we'll do that at the end of this hmm. one. But right now, we're going to delve into... See people. Well, to kick it off, this movie started in 1992. The story. The sleepy little town of Comet Valley has been invaded by plants from outer space. Intent on taking over the Earth, the space plants have found a way to pollinate humans, thus turning them into walking seed carriers. Can the respectful residents fight off the alien invaders? Or is the planet doomed to become an alien garden? <laughs> also known as not body snatchers. Bro, oh, <laughs> yeah. Invasion I'm, of the body snatchers. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> they totally ripped off of that. Absolutely. But it's to give you guys kind of an idea who put this movie together, it was directed by Peter Manugian, who did the movie The Dungeon Master. Arena, and he did Demonic Toys, part of Charles Band's, you know, directors. Uh, he also it was written by Charles Band, who had the original concept, and then Jackson Barr stepped in and fleshed out the screenplay for it. It was also produced by Charles Band and Ann Kelly, and it was starring Sam Hennings, who plays Tom Baines. He's like the main character. And uh, he was mostly bit, uh, kind of a bit actor. Like, nothing he did was really big after this. I think this was his first leading role. I feel like it probably was. It, it, it's Well, maybe it's not his first, but it was his biggest. His Absolutely his biggest. <laughs> which is a little sad. He did do a lot of TV shows throughout the years, though. And although he did have a role in the movie Night Angel. That's kind of like an older film, but... Uh, also, it starred Andrea Roth, who plays Heidi Tucker. She was in the movie The Collector, mm -hmm. the TV show Rescue Me. I loved Rescue Me. She was also in Rudger Hauer movie called Cross Worlds. Uh, also, RoboCop, the TV series, which I had completely forgotten about and want to go back and watch forgot now. I that, that was a TV series. Right? I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. She was also in another movie called The Psychic in 1991. Mm -hmm. Also, this movie starred Sonny Carl Davis, who plays Bert. <laughs> and the funny thing about this guy is, is that he, I actually really love him in this movie called Terrorvision. It's my favorite role of his. Mm. He was also Bad Channel in the movie Bad Channels, which is another full moon movie. Transfers, as well as another full moon movie. And here's the interesting thing. He was in the movie called Tran Transfers as rabbit and get this he appears as rabbit in the evil bong series at part three all the way on to six the first evil bong 
movies, the first two, he plays a delivery guy. Then he ends up in the Killjoy Psycho Circus as Rabbit again, which is another sequel of the Killjoy movies. Yes. And so he's fully entrenched in the Full Moon movies with Charles Band. So let's just put it that way. But best acting role he did, in my opinion, is Terror Vision. And if you haven't seen that fucking gem, you need to go watch it after this Basically, podcast. Basically, go look it up right fucking now. It's great. Pretty much. So what do you think about this movie? Mm-hmm. Be honest. I don't care. Let it out. Let the anger out. This is my least favorite of the films that we watched for this week. Yeah. There was I didn't I didn't take anything positive. This is the worst, really. you think? Yeah, to me it was. Okay. I didn't necessarily take anything positive away from this movie. Um I feel like it was campy and silly and obviously it's not necessarily meant to be taken seriously. No, clearly. Um as most full moon full moon movies. Well, they made it a serious movie, but yeah. They did. I just I I wasn't I don't know. I I felt like they could have spent a little bit more time focusing on the monsters, quote unquote monsters, aliens or whatever they're supposed right. to be portraying on them and their story instead of the main character and his ex-girlfriend and their whatever the kid well i just think he wasn't a very strong actor i don't know that's the problem he wasn't i mean he wasn't terrible like i've seen worse right it felt like a tv movie it absolutely did it it definitely felt like a lifetime tv movie from the 90s or a lifetime tv movie in the 90s yeah i don't know it was a complete miss for me i wasn't and i was actually really excited because this is one of the full moon movies that i hadn't seen yet okay and this was one that I was actually really excited. So when I, I tuned in and watched and you did, you know, the full moon roulette. Yeah, when you were, were it, doing it live. I came yeah. on this and I was so excited because I was really <laughs> like, fuck yeah, I was super gung-ho about watching this film, right? And I was struggling to stay awake the entire time because really? it was so fucking slow. <laughs> It ramps up. It ramps up and for the first thirty minutes and real fucking down. dips for a while, and then it kind of comes back. No, that's exactly what it goes way up here, and then it comes way down here, <laughs> and then it's like a fucking eeyore of a film for about forty goddamn minutes, and then all of a sudden it's like woo, like way back to the top, and then it towards the end kind of like middle grounds out i don't know it just it it wasn't it definitely isn't my favorite okay well i felt like it was your typical aliens landed on a planet hundreds of years ago (laughs) squirt milk or lotion on people's faces and backs oh no no a kid finds out about the weird alien creatures but of course you know nobody believes her Mm -hmm. till everyone turns into fucking creatures and it suddenly turns into evasion of the body snatchers story Right. It's exactly Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which, again, is where I had an issue Like a cheesy one. Because it is a very cheesy version of that film, and it was, I don't know, to me it was a blatant ripoff, and it didn't do very well of being a blatant ripoff of it. Okay. So it wasn't my favorite by any means. I've already stated this. However, um, I I don't know. It was still kind of a fun ride in certain parts, but that was a straight-up bukkake tree. (laughs) Yeah, it squirted on their I face. I've never seen a bukkake tree. That is a bukkake tree. It was kind of cool what they did, but I was like, man, I wonder how much they spent on lotion. No, it was kind of porn. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was kind of porn. It wasn't kind of cool. It was kind of porn. Well, I thought it was pretty fun for a bad. <laughs> no, it was fun. Like, don't get me wrong here. Like, as much as I did not enjoy the movie, like, it just, 
it wasn't my speed. It wasn't my thing. But I mean, I'm not going to like everything that we do. And this week in particular, I, I wasn't a big fan of any of the movies that we did. But this one was my least favorite. Well, what I felt like, in my opinion on this, is that it's pretty fun for a bad 90s sci-fi alien creatures go, you know, fuck yourselves film. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that they would have had more practical gore. But, oh, no, I agree. But the creatures looked pretty awesome, the in my opinion. in full creature form were interesting. Right. Like, it wasn't terrible, but as Elvira stated, if you've watched, if you now try and find a version of the film, mm-hmm. you'll be able to find, like, the Elvira, like, a redone, you know, commentary version of it. Um, But as she stated, it looks like turds rolling down a hill. <laughs> I mean, exactly it's... exactly what it feels well, like. Well, let exactly me finish what, what I was going to say here. I'm sorry. I I, that's okay. I mean... I think that the the third act picked up, but there were some issues, quite a few. Uh, And when you face this up against many other 90s horror films, though, I mean, personally, I've seen a lot of bad ones here recently because I've been on this, oh, man, I missed out so much. And I've been a little disappointed on my uh, journey there. But I feel like if you compare it to other films, other 90s films, you realize that this isn't as bad. Something I'm probably going to own just because of its sheer cheese factor. Uh, and it's it's literally $5.50 on Amazon well, right I now. Well, I feel like it's one of Full Moon's more, most popular films. You think? I feel like it probably is. Because it's if, one if, of the... If you go and take a general consensus of people mm-hmm. who watch Full Moon films, it's going to be in the top five. You think? I don't I, know about top I five. Do. I mean, for me... There are I, so many films that they there have. Are. I mean, but Probably ones me, you don't even know about. No, absolutely. And you're right. But for me personally, it was one I hadn't seen, but I wanted to see. Okay. And that was in my top five of Full Moon films that I wanted to watch, just basically uh, okay. because of the cult following that's behind it and the people that I know who have seen it and what they've said about it. So maybe my standards were set a little bit too high, but it, it wasn't... It didn't hit where I wanted it to hit. Sure. But I feel like if you're looking for a really good date night movie, you know. Yeah, where you're not paying attention. With your, with your significant other that you want to lead to a fuck fest. <laughs> this is a great this movie. This is the movie you fucked Turn to, guys. Turn this fucking movie on. You're going to get bored about 30 minutes in. And you're going to look at each other and go, what can we do to spice this up? And you're going to fuck. And it's going to be great. And then when you're done fucking, you're going to come back. And it's going to be about 15 to 20 minutes left of the film. And then you're going to finish it out. And that's all you need to know. One of the things I really do <laughs> like about this movie, though, I actually really like the creatures in this. I thought that they were really uh, different and unique. I mean, some of them were kind of silly. Uh, there was like one that walked on its hands. There was one that uh, rolled around. And then there was one that uh, flew around, actually. It was kind of like an insect or something like that. Now, this is the reason I'm bringing this up is one the flying one looked like the hand puppet from these toys called the Sectors. Can't remember the full name, but it used to be a cartoon. Because back in the day, in like the 80s and 90s, well, probably the 80s, it, they used to make toys based on the, con- or the cartoons. Mm-hmm. So they would make these cartoons to sell more toys because Absolutely. they had no TV shows on. So they would pay out the ass to get these shows on. And this like ran for like a little bit of time. And I think there's literally only five or six episodes. But there was this hand, you could stick your hand in this insect puppet. And these little cre or these like little alien sort of insect people would ride on top, but your fingers would all be like the the fingers or the the legs of the of the creature it flew on, 
or crawled on. So I thought it was really cool. And when I, I showed you the picture, it did, didn't it look like a little bit? Oh, absolutely. And th- this is a very common technique for any like um, popular storytelling books. Mm. Um, oh, you mean selling the toys? That were involved in the early, the late 80s, early 90s. Um, they made these little puppets that would go along with the books. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I remember this when I was a kid, you know, in preschool. Okay. You know, and even in first quote unquote, kindergarten. Okay. I, I remember my teachers having these little puppets that went along with the books and they would tell these stories and they would have the little puppets that go along with the books that they're telling. And this was something that was very common then. Mm-hmm. And I, and I loved it, you know, and I, I felt like it was something that was very cool to get kids more involved in the story process telling, Okay, you know, and, but the pup, the pictures that you sent me, from what they you look like the sectors. They absolutely do, and it's crazy. And I'll include that in our in our episode um, breakdown to. for the episode on our webpage, so on longlivethevoid.com. Because you got to check this out, guys. Like seriously, it's pretty interesting to look at it. If you've ever seen see people, you'll be like, oh shit. And I'll try to crop it so because there's two in this picture, but this one is the one I had. Mm-hmm. And when I went back to visit my family. I had to clean out my attic because they're moving, and I found it, and I threw it away. What? I know. The fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, and now I feel like, I see, and I never wanted to throw anything away, but they were like urging me to throw away stuff that I didn't want to throw away. If I was your girlfriend, I'd bend you over my knee and spank the No, she was the one encouraging me to throw shit out. What? No. Christina. But, um, girl. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, there was some pretty interesting, not, not a lot of trivia on this, guys, like, I did try to look around for it. I looked for some interviews that Charles Band maybe had talked about Sea People. And, you know, I watched a couple of reviews of stuff. And there were some interesting tidbits. But the, the, the main things that there was a supposedly an unrelated sequel was planned. And it was written, but it never got past the writing stages. So it never came about. I can see that. <laughs> I think it could have been a franchise. And I'm surprised that they didn't do it. But I guess it didn't take off. I am a little surprised that it didn't happen because there's been worse things that have been done. Dude, but have you seen the cover? The cover is fucking phenomenal. For the second? For this one. For the Well, the cover for this is fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I don't know. I feel like that if they were going to do a quote-unquote sequel for this film, I, I'm, I'm still surprised that it wasn't done. Right. Well, they also had, like, when they did the trailer, if you guys get the trailer, I'll put the trailer down below or whatever, but they reused some of the music from Subspecies, which is also another really good Full Moon franchise uh, movie. But um, to get kind of some of the effect of the creatures kind of tumbling around across the forest, they said that they used fiberglass, and it was wrapped in a netting, and then they pulled behind, like, a remote control car on string. So that's how they got it to roll. Isn't that crazy? I can fucking see exactly that. That's Isn't that hilarious. weird? No, it's a, it's a lot of steps that go into that that I didn't <laughs> anticipate being part of it. Yeah, it's, it's when ingenious, you, when though. When you explain it, I can see that visually. I kept seeing like, little, like, wires to the right and left of the creature. Balls of shit rolling down a hill, and it makes sense. It made me think of the Critters movie um, when they do the big ball and they like start rolling over people, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was in like the second or third one. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Was it the second one? I believe so. Yeah, because I think the third one is the one with. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Well, he was in either either three or four. I just can't remember. Mm. 
Because it was like a new, like they rebooted it. Someone will fact check us later. It's fine. Probably. To it. Hey, guys, by the way. Please do it. Just don't be a fucking asshole about yeah, it. Yeah, if hey. we don't know something, just remember there's a lot of information swirling around when we talk about this. We just, we want to try to give you some of our favorite tidbits and throw it out at you. But do you have any favorite scenes, Brittany? You got to have something. I know you didn't like this movie, but something. Wasn't my favorite. Um, I didn't necessarily not like it. I've seen worse movies. Okay. However, uh, all the Bukaki tree. That was one of your favorites. Were the best to me. I don't know. <laughs> like my fucking brain went. This is sexual innuendo city. Like between the first one and the second one, because there's really only two. Yeah. Really solid scenes about that, but the whole time, I mean, I was texting you as we were watching it, and I'm just like. This is a straight up bukkake tree. Like, holy fuck. Like, and that's exactly how I feel about it. But those to me, and I just fucking love that son of a bitch farmer. Oh, um, the, the guy with the plants. The guy that just came. Oh my God. What did he even say? And I texted you afterwards too. Well, the funny thing is you talk, the guy that I was talking about, that's in Terrorvision. He's the one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, his name is Sonny Carl Davis. He plays mm-hmm. Bert. Okay. Hey, Bert. Yeah, oh, I got the lights God. up here trying to do some things. What are you talking about? He's like so clueless. Absolutely. And the only reason that he survives, by the way, guys, is because he uses halogen lights like to help oh, no, make the, the plants grow. No, he's not a doctor. Well, Doc. The crazy guy? The guy that wears the, the fucking... No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm sorry, the guy... The, the farmer, is. he has the lights that he's trying to grow plants on and he sprays all the herbicide on. But the crazy guy is the one that knows about these creatures and he wears some of the same lights and that's why he doesn't get attacked. The funny thing about this story, guys, and to give you kind of a better understanding of what this movie is about, essentially this pod crashes to Earth many hundreds of years ago. They excavate, they are doing some sort of groundwork or something like that, and they come across pods. These pods germinate into the ground, into the trees, and then infect them, and then they squirt onto people, turning them into these pod creatures, these seed people, as they call them. And then those people can infect other people to turn them into seed people, or at least drones, where they just, their bodies are normal, but they don't change into creatures. Because from what I remember, there's only three seed people and the rest are just drony fucking body snatcher type people right then Mm. after that happens there's a guy that gets stuck into town he used to live in this town he's the main guy um that sam hennings plays tom baines he gets stuck into town he stays at a hotel where his wife his ex-wife ex-girlfriend or wife yeah i can't remember she owns the hotel and then he stays there they fall back in love there's this whole stupid love story makes no difference Uh, she has a kid who also finds out about all this stuff because their nanny is actually a seed person a seed purpin purpin a seed seed people he's they're a seed people (laughs) (laughs) then to make things more convoluted people start dying and they start blaming this crazy guy who's one of the other other people that actually know about it so there's this crazy guy who's a scientist and this chick who the daughter of the girl who owns the hotel and this Tom guy goes to stay at, those two know. And then eventually Tom finds out and has to convince the hotel owner. And then he goes and talks to the farmer who is Bert. 
played by Sonny Carl Davis, who runs a plant farm and he sprays herbicide over everything. And then he has these halogen lights, the plant lights, the fucking uh, UV lights. The UV lights. Yeah. It is stupid. But (laughs) part of the reason that he's not getting attacked by these seed people, even though he lives in close proximity of where these seedlings are hatching, is because he has UV lights. And so the crazy guy, the crazy old scientist and him are the only ones that live. Yeah, the doc. Right. So he feels responsible because he essentially located this these whatever and went by the whole process if it was meteors right he thought they everybody thought it was meteors because they lived in comet valley right and he fed into it and then it evolved into these seed people whatever but no i sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna revert back to what i was talking about i'll go for it um as far as my favorite no the stupid fucking farmer or whatever that that was like bert what in the ding dong heck of a doodle hell yeah (laughs) I lost my fucking shit. Yeah, he said, uh, oh, we were going into the, we're jumping into the, yeah, oh, that's right. What in the ding dong heckamadoodle hell is this What in the heck, what in the ding dong heckamadoodle ma hell is that? It's so good. (laughs) Like, that is so, that's, that's just my good That is one of the better scenes. Shit ever. That's my favorite scene. Yeah. Of that entire film, my favorite scene is, what in the ding dong heckamadoodle hell is that thing? And it was just, oh my God, I can't. And one of my other favorite scenes, there was a there was a, a quote that they said, Tom, the main character, and this other lady who owns the hotel. who Had breakfast. Yeah, Heidi. Her name is Heidi, who she's has a fuck. daughter. Sorry, she's gorgeous. She was like arguing with him because they have obviously some sexual and past relationship tension. And she's like, he's like, well, why didn't you le- why didn't you and Brad ever get back together? And she's like. Because I'm still waiting for him to get his head out of his ass. And then she walks upstairs. I was like, what? (laughs) She's great, dude. It was like, I was, but still, it was really confusing. Yeah. I'm still waiting for him Um, to get his head out of his ass. But you're together, so what are you really waiting for? One of the worst things I thought about is this, okay? So get this, guys. These seed pods, they figure out that these are seed pods that landed on Earth. They had to bust through our atmosphere, which is fire, pretty much. When anything enters the atmosphere at that speed, it's like catches on fire. Mm -hmm. So these seed pods or comets, they think, would get burned up in the atmosphere if it was that sensitive. When the end of the movie and spoiler alert, by the way, guys, they try to trap all these seed pods in some of the UV light. And what's really confusing is that at the very end, when the car escapes from the UV light, they try to burn them. This whole movie is confusing. So they set the seeds on fire with gasoline, right? (laughs) And then the car or the truck that's full of these seed pods that they all collected, all these guys, goes off a cliff and blows up. (laughs) And it's like, wait a second. These seeds came through our atmosphere, through fire to get here and stayed dormant for a couple hundred years what the fuck are you doing? That's not how you destroy them. Like, drill a hole through the top or fucking crush them with a mallet or, like, you know, like a hammer or something. I don't this, know. This whole movie's fucked up, Alex. Just <laughs> be honest. I still like it, though. That's the thing. I don't know what it is about sea people, but I just, I like the creativity in it because the creatures, I think the creatures are fucking fantastic. I don't, I wish that they would have busted open into, like, gory goodness. The creatures on their own are interesting. Yeah. 
I, I can't deny that fact. However. They were different. They were different. It was fun. It was silly. It was campy. But it was cool at the same time. But I just, I, this, mm-mm. And, and I also thought there was one that, okay, so I was like thinking was... of the logistics of this creature. And there's this one that swings his bottom of his body underneath his hands. So his arms are as long as like a regular tall person, right? <laughs> So this person had to tuck their legs up, their knees up against their chest and sit into this little bag, essentially, and then carry themselves to swing their bottom. So it looked like there was no legs. And it was like how they did it. I was like thinking to myself, like, damn, I thought we were little people at first, but they weren't. I think the one that opens up like a flower was and then the flying one was all strings and wires and stupid shit like that but i don't know i just like i like the creatures i'm not saying this is like guys you got to go see this right now yeah, but if no. you're if you're looking for like 90s movies that you want to go <laughs> uh, okay like you're that's the kind of movie for a really great date night movie where you can just stop in the middle of it and fuck <laughs> this movie's great <laughs> It's like a four or five, guys. It's not bad. It's, not bad. it's, 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 it's I think it's a five because this is my rating system. Anything that's a five or above is worth rewatching. Okay. Anything below a five, not worth rewatching. Maybe every now and then a four I might. Oh. But below that, no. But I think it's at least a five. I'm going to get, I would give it a five if I had to pick. Alex gives it a five. I give it a 3.5. Maybe it's a four, but I, I still want to own it. I still want to own it. So we're going to average it out <laughs> to a four. Yeah, about that, huh? To a four. Well, it'd be four, three point seven five if you were well, to. Like I said, if you want to fuck and you're looking for something besides <laughs> Netflix and chilling, Seed people, people. Put on seed people. You're going to get bored and you're going to fuck. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there is so many other full moon features. So that's why we did this little full moon roulette. So what we're going to do right now is pick the next movie. Can I find? Oh, Brittany's <laughs> drunk as shit. <laughs> I'm not that drunk. I'm just really excited. So we got like a list. i to spin it for like an hour. And you're so like, should I put another wait. movie on the list or are we just going to no. pick from these? What's, what one was, what was C people? What number? Oh, I know what we're going to put. We're going to put Dr. Mordred. Whatever. That'll be in do. place of seed people. It. So if it, yeah. Whatever. So, I'm gonna do it. so what you want to do is you want to spin it first with your finger. No, 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 not that. You want to go the, spin the about? dial, like just get it going, and then pull the thing. Look, there's an ostrich. Yay! Six. There's an ostrich. six. Number six. Okay. So it looks like we're gonna be watching hideous. From 1997. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. This is like uh, one of the yes. little, little okay. creatures. I'm not mad about it. It's a little puppets, little creatures type thing. It's not evil bong, but I'm not mad about <laughs> it. <laughs> so hideous it is. We will be watching that next Monday, guys, if you want to check that out uh, in our full moon roulette. So, And then on Monday, we'll do another spinning of it. And check that out. But uh, but yeah, I think that wraps it up for Seed People. Have you guys seen this movie? What do you guys think of this movie? Do you like this movie? I got some feedback on the Do You Love Horror uh, Facebook page. So if you're interested, let me know. Let us know in the comments of any of our social media or anything about this. Let us know. Kind of interested. Do you like this segment? Because I kind of like mixing it up a little bit for you guys. Because it's like, I don't know what you guys like. <laughs> 
It's like, I know some of you like our great plots. I do like doing that, but that's nerve-wracking. Um, but we like it's to mix it up for the stuff. Nerve-wracking, time-consuming right. bit. It's fun to do every once in a while, but I feel like every week, not so much. Yeah, we used to do it every week for like 12 weeks. Yeah. So next Monday, we'll watch Hideous 1997. If you guys want to watch that in preparation so you don't spoil anything, please do go ahead. We greatly appreciate that if you haven't already you can sign up for full moon direct through amazon instant video so if you have like an xbox ps4 or you want to use amazon prime on your pc you can so but uh we're not supported or anything like that i think i tried to reach out to full moon features to see if they'd be interested but alive they didn't even write me back so might not be alive it's okay they're busy people (laughs) (laughs) so but guys yes Thank you guys so much for stopping by this Monday. We're going to have a brand new episode on Thursday. Any of the information you want to find out or anything that we talked about in this podcast, you can find at longlivethevoid.com under our episode section. If you want to check out our horror shots, you can check it under there. If you want to go to our iTunes and give us a rating or a review and subscribe, I'll suck your dick. He's not even kidding you, serious. Yeah, I am fiending. Present your dick and he yeah, will suck it. I will, whatever, Grandpa, bring it over here. Yeah. Slap your noodle on my face. Slap your noodle all over my nostril. <laughs> no, we're not that desperate, but it does no, really not. help Alex out. Alex is, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm actually pretty thankful because a lot of Alex you guys, like a, a lot of you guys actually really did actually go out there and put up some reviews and ratings. And we went from three ratings and reviews to nine. So in just a matter of a couple of days. So thank you guys for that. All of you who did. And if you did, let me know. But uh, yeah, Brittany, do you have any closing words? I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being awesome. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by, guys. We'll see you this Thursday for some for some Rucker Hauer movies. If you want to check that out, it's going to be a fun episode. We're going to be talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Split Second. Yes, they made a movie about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. But uh, check back with us this Thursday. We'll see you then, guys. Stay weird, monsters.